0: Sci-fi exterminate
1: computer status report don't blink don't even blink blink and you're dead no Saturday Night. And on that note, good morning, afternoon, evening, everybody, and welcome to tonight's edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night from high above Area 51. I am the Dome. From the Alston, Brighton, Cambridge Continuum, we have Kriana. Yo. And from <laughs> somewhere down in Erie, Indiana, we have a Wake by Java.
0: Hey everybody.
1: Welcome to our post-Christmas apocalypse here, where we're just kind of sitting here, stunned, like uh, beef heading to the slaughterhouse. And uh, nobody's really quite aware of anything going on, so we figured we'd just kind of not have a guest tonight and just kind of talk amongst ourselves, as it were.
2: <sighs> holy Roman Empire. Neither holy, nor Roman, Roman? nor empire. Nor empire. Just <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we are all kind of uh, gorged on holiday festivities, so I'm sure we can find a few things to talk about, though.
1: Yeah, I, I just feel like I've been hit head with a ball-peen hammer one too many times, but, you know, that's just me.
2: I felt like that, and then I started drinking a leftover bottle of mead from my party, and I'm, I'm really good right now.
1: And, oh, do we want to uh, mention tonight's drinking game?
2: What is tonight's drinking game?
1: Tonight's drinking game is anything that has anything to do with sci-fi. Once it's mentioned, have a drink.
2: All right, everyone, drink.
1: Here we go. I'm good. That having been said, before we get into the show tonight, I would like to take a moment out of our busy schedule to just kind of say uh, happy birthday to the wife of uh, Illustrator X who today is celebrating her 29th birthday.
2: Happy birthday. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Okay.
1: (laughs) Tracy, my dear, I hope you're having a great birthday, and I swear to God you don't look 29 at all.
2: Let's all raise our glasses. Here's to you, Tracy.
1: Here, here. -hmm. So I thought we would start (laughs) off. That good, is it? (laughs) Totally. I thought we'd start out today's show with uh, the best geek gifts that we got, uh, or we gave, or we got, or whatever for uh, the holidays. Be Most that we've got,
2: you know,
1: for festivals.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about the loot. Go for it, Java. You're up. Oh man, uh, you know, I love presents, and so uh, <laughs> I was really excited that I had some this year. And uh, a couple of the ones that stood out to me that kind of uh, made my little geek heart happy were, um, first of all, my sister, so showing an unbelievable amount of um, of forethought and um, appreciation for who I am, bought me the the card game Munchkin. Oh, good for her! Which has wow. been
2: previously mentioned on said show.
0: Yes, uh, you know. I didn't have a copy of the game and I love the game and it's for RPG nerds. We talked with Steve Kenson last week and, um, the, uh, it's a game to make any tabletop RPG player, uh, amused beyond belief. It's just an amazing game. Lots of fun. Uh, unfortunately, none of my relatives are really geeky enough to appreciate it. So going I have to wait till I get home, to, to play it with some friends, but I'm really excited about that. But well, you know the what? They... it's
2: still fun, even if you're not geeky enough to really get everything.
0: Yeah, That's but... true. The cool thing
1: about Munchkin is for people who aren't tabletop RPGers like me, can still have a crap load of fun with it. Wait,
2: wait, oh, yeah. wait, wait, whoa, hold up. You never played Dungeons & Dragons in high school?
1: No, I didn't.
2: Oh, I no. call shenanigans. No, sorry. I Dungeons of
1: Dragons hadn't been written when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: right.
1: Yeah, you forget how old I actually am. Curmudgeons have to be of a certain age. <laughs> um, I say you have lots of gray hair, but you don't
2: have any.
1: But I don't have any hair, so that really doesn't count. No, I'd... it doesn't.
2: <laughs> Anyway, go
0: that, ahead, Java. That, that was a great gift, and I'm looking forward to expanding into some of the expansions and doing uh, the, the Super Munchkin and Zombie Munchkin and whatever else there are. I really like that. Munchkin Bites. Yes. <laughs> the Good, the Van
2: Bad,
1: Fight. and the Munchkin. Also a good one. Isn't there a superhero um, one, too?
2: You could do yep. um, the, the Space one and the Good, the Bad, and the Munchkin and pretend it's Serenity Munchkin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: I think I have to drink now.
1: Oh, I think you
2: do. Yeah, I think we all do. Awesome.
0: Uh, And the second gift was was fairly uh, expected, Um, but I got the DVD of Star Trek, the movie, uh, from this past year. So uh, that was an excellent gift from my brother, who uh, knows me pretty well.
2: Well, Java's brother, Java's sister, kudos.
1: Well done. Very well done. Bravo. Absolutely
2: i got some
1: neat stuff uh drew got me for christmas a star trek scene it dvd game uh which sounds lame until you start playing it and you realize how esoteric it actually gets it's pretty funny um and uh i just basically sat through the dvd and memorized all the questions all day today
2: <laughs> you know you've done before with Trivial Pursuit.
1: I know, I know. I was actually uh, (laughs) in a Trivial Pursuit war with this other couple and this woman accused me of memorizing every single card in 12 decks.
2: Now wait, I think we can mention the couple. Mr. K.
1: And his lovely ex-wife, you know who. Yes. Shout out. You shout out to her and Vito. In <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, <It's> really, neato. <laughs>
1: <laughs> someday we'll have to play that for you all on the show. And then, Kriana got me this wonderful uh, because she knows me better than anybody else in my particular obsession with Harley Quinn. Uh, got me this beautiful Harley Quinn print that I think she snuck when we were at uh, Comic Con in Boston. Totally. And uh, it was really, it's really gorgeous. It's one of the nicer prints that I've got. And it's already up on my wall. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, And my lovely wife got me the Hellboy 2 DVD, which I just adore. For those of you who haven't seen Hellboy 2 or who aren't familiar with Hellboy 2 but saw Hellboy 1 and liked it, this one is so much better. Or if you it's, haven't seen Hellboy 1, go watch it. Go watch them, get them both, spend an evening with that and a couple of bottles of whatever. It is just the coolest couple of hours you're going to spend. It's really gorgeous stuff.
0: Yeah, that's on my list of things to do for the new year. One of my resolutions, I guess. We
2: should have a sci-fi Saturday night like, meet-up and watch
1: Hellboy. Oh, we absolutely... Well, we should, we should get you out here for Comic-Con in April. Yeah, Totally. We should should make that. We should find a way to make that happen. Oh, and that was mine. Uh, What have you got, Kriana?
2: Well, I I have two presents, both for members of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. First one, which um, I heard was picked up at Double Midnight, (coughs) shout out, um, was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. (laughs) I am so excited to read this book.
1: It is... it is so funny. It I'm, is so much fun to read.
2: You know, I, I'm not a big Jane Austen fan, but...
1: That's um, okay. This really isn't Jane Austen.
2: <laughs> there's zombies, man. There's, there's zombies. And actually, I want to read you the quote from the back of the book. It says, It is a truth universally acknowledged that a zombie in possession of brains must be in want of more brains. I think that speaks to a very deep part of the human soul.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. it's just funny than hell. Well, sure.
2: <laughs> and uh, my second gift, which, which I'm really excited to read, I haven't read yet, was the Angel slash Frankenstein crossover comic, which was a one-shot that came out around Halloween, I believe.
1: Yes, and also came from, oddly enough, Double Midnight Comics.
2: Hi, Brett, Chris, and Quincy. <laughs> and that other kid whose name I can't remember and I feel really bad about.
1: Is it Chris? No. Think, is it, it
2: Pat, is. maybe?
1: Pat. There it is. Pat. Is it it's Pat? Pat?
2: Is he the blonde kid? Hey, guys.
1: That's Hi, Pat. Pat. Sorry. <laughs> I think Pat was the one who ordered it for me. <laughs> oh.
2: Thanks, Pat.
1: <laughs> that's also uh, the, the artwork in there. It's really, really nice for those of you who haven't seen it.
2: You know, it's been a long time since I've collected the Buffy and Angel comics. Like, a really long time. I think I think I saw a new Buffy one actually in the store the other day and I almost picked it up but I was like I'm so behind now I don't I don't even wanna even try but I have a lot of them in the basement.
1: <laughs> yes you do. Of your
2: house. <laughs>
1: yes you do. You have a ton of them. Drink uh, Drink for geeks. That's a nice Merlot I've got here tonight. So, that having been said, let's move on to our favorite geek Christmas movie because we're being inundated with them all over the tube. And I mean, it was basically unwatchable for about a week with everything from uh, uh, Last Tango in the North Pole to. Uh, Uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas and everything in between. It was just horrifyingly bad. Uh, Kriana, what have you got for your best Christmas movie that a geek would love?
2: I really enjoy Elf. If you haven't seen Elf, it's a Will Ferrell movie. If you can get over Will Ferrell, it's ridiculously (laughs) funny. It is just ridiculously funny. It's a lot of physical comedy. He's very, I don't know, he's good at playing big dumb people.
1: You know who's awesome in that movie? Zoe Deschanel.
2: I know she's super cute, and he's she super funny. She is just funny.
1: heartbreakingly beautiful.
2: And and it's just fun times are had by all. You know, it's one of those movies you can't stop quoting for three weeks after you see it.
1: Buddy Elf, what's your favorite color?
2: <laughs> it's Drake. heartwarming. It's heartwarming, but not like sappy like other movies that I'm not thinking the names of right now. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> I, I don't know what... I don't know why that came in here. Where did that come from? I don't know. Not a clue. Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, All right, enough. Anyway. enough. Anyway. enough. what's your favorite dome?
1: My favorite? My favorite is uh, actually not a movie. It's the Colbert Christmas special with, uh... Willie Nelson is a stoned member of the manger, and, uh... And uh, just incredibly insane things going on for uh, a half an hour, 45 minutes of just sheer absolute stupidity and fun, which is basically what Christmas is for me. Sheer absolute stupidity
0: and fun. So it fit
1: well.
2: Yeah, it's super funny.
0: Java. Oh, man, you know what? I can't think of another movie that fits better into this category of geek Christmas movies than, than Home Alone 2. (laughs) you know yeah yeah you know it is it is a remnant of my 90s early 90s childhood but i have to say crap i'm that
1: old oh yes you are i have to
0: (laughs) i have to say that that there's really nothing more enjoyable than than that i can think of about uh the holidays than uh using technology the talk boy to fool adults into thinking that you're not a kid and also to make them look fools in a myriad of other ways involving uh, pranks and buckets of paint and marbles. Yeah. We have All a sort. special
2: guest coming on right now. We do? Yes, he wasn't supposed to be here, but here's Illustrator X, everybody. Hey, hey! Illustrator X? X. Hello? <laughs> okay. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have microphone on. Turn the microphone. I also, plug your headphones. to That's
1: it. And turn speakers.
2: <laughs> All right, I've dropped him from the call. because that was.
1: We, we might have to try him again. Yeah. Go ahead, try him again.
2: He just tried to call me, so I know he's there. Illustrator X? Hmm. Oh.
1: Okay. (laughs)
2: I'm going to
1: drop it. Technology has just smacked us in the nuts again.
2: Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was the ghost of Illustrator X's past.
1: Marley, it's Jacob Marley. <laughs> son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs>
2: and we just lost our PG rating, kids.
1: Oh, am I not supposed to say, son? I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah,
2: that was it.
1: Uh, so, we were talking about Java. We were talking about Home Alone 2.
0: Did you get everything in there you <laughs> needed I think I did. I mean, pretty much... <laughs> You know, the Talkboy 2 was the peak of electronic uh, <laughs> um, manipulation, uh, voice manipulation in the day, and I, I i know I wanted one, and I think most of the people around my age had the same feeling, and so I think it fits nicely. Everything geeky, everything cool, Pranks, prank movies are a great way to spend a Christmas evening.
2: Or any yeah, you- evening.
0: Or any evening.
1: It actually, yeah. there, how many of those were there, like three or four?
0: It depends. There, I think there were three with Macaulay Culkin, and then they uh, moved to a new person or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, which which wasn't a great loss, but... No. <laughs>
0: all
2: right, we're trying again. Illustrator X. He's a ghost. He's a ghost, that's all it is. All right, I'm going to try again. Anyway, let's move on. So. Oh wait! Now he's calling me. This is really creepy.
1: He's calling me now too.
2: <laughs> All right, let's one more time. <laughs> Illustrator X. Okay, let's okay. see. This is not funny, dude. Let's see. Okay, anyone I... who's recording right now, see if you can get an EVP. <laughs> <laughs> I want change. <things.
1: laughs>
2: Alright, I'm going to drop Illustrator X. For oh. the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we could spend twenty minutes just playing with that. It would be we hysterical. could, we could.
1: But if, you know what, uh, X, if you're out there listening, it's time for a drink.
2: Ah, the ghost of X is calling me again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what else? Uh, what else is there to cover? Um. Okay.
1: What we're going to talk about is the good and the bad, the ugly, in this year uh, books, TV, movies, whatever you'd like to go with wherever you'd like to go with it, I'd be happy to start this one. Sure. If nobody cares. I, I, I think the worst science fiction of this year was uh, the television event miniseries V. It was horrifying. It had bad scripts. It had a really sexy, sexy couple of characters. But I mean... You know, the eye candy will only work for so long unless you're at the AVN Awards, in which case <laughs> that's all there is anyway. Uh, nice. Thank you. Uh-huh. We Hey, we lost our PG rating. What more do you want from me? Um, possibly the best science fiction I saw this year, except for uh, 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 Dr. Horrible's musical blog, which I thought was just masterful. But Mm -hmm. was a a one-shot kind of deal. Was uh, Dollhouse? What both of them had in common, of course, was Joss Whedon, and I think Joss is probably going to end up being one of the uh, masters of this generation of of television science fiction people because of the things that he's done on film, on TV, uh, on blog, uh, on comics. No, I, I've known it all along, but there are a lot of people who still don't know it,
2: and really? I think there are t-shirts that says "Joss is my master now," and I think that makes it pretty clear.
1: Yeah, I think it does. And, Sorry, uh,
2: George. Sorry.
1: You lose, George. I mean, you've you've gone your way, and you're not going to bake that third trilogy. It's simply not going
0: to happen. So forget it. Third trilogy.
2: Yeah, please, dear God, forget it.
0: I didn't know there was a second. Uh, there was. <laughs> just we'll pretend to,
2: it didn't exist. Just, we, just for... we
1: do pretend it doesn't exist because it just wasn't all that good.
2: Well, there were parts that were kind of okay.
1: Yeah, okay, but kind of okay doesn't make it anywhere near where we want it to be, where we expected it to be, and that's a shame.
2: It was like all of the uh, odd-numbered Star Trek movies.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. It absolutely so was. So really,
2: Star Wars and Star Trek, Star Wars just got all their good ones out first and then came out with the, you know, eh. You still watch them.
1: Yeah, we did watch them, but...
2: But, yeah. you know, it's just, it's not, it's not con.
1: <laughs> no, it isn't. And then the, the one that I love to hate this year ends up being Torchwood Children of Earth. Oh. Um, and... and I'm so conflicted over this one because, you know, if you break it down into its five component nights into the five parts, I mean, it was, the first three were so good. So good. And by the fourth one, you could feel that you were going to be screwed by the ending and then you were.
2: I don't know, because I feel like in the first three, I was already feeling like I was going to be scared by the ending. Oh, really? And I was right. Yeah. I oh,
1: could just I had...
2: feel it going to a bad place, and I was like, this is not going to last. It's just going to spiral, and then it spiraled.
1: I The the scene where they have uh, Jack encased in concrete was just masterfully well done. Beautiful. It was awesome. I loved it. And I'm thinking to myself, you sons of bitches, keep this up! But they and didn't. Then, and then you—you you felt it slowly start to decline, and then that bullshit ending. Just, I wanted to hurt somebody.
2: Well, actually, I wanted to hurt someone when Yanto died.
1: Yeah, I know you did.
2: Okay, come on. <laughs> okay, they have no cast left. Nobody well, got, likes Gwen.
1: They got Gap Tooth Girl and 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 her. Uh, Tubby hubby and that's it.
2: Okay, I like Reese. He's cute, okay. Reese's
1: okay, but I'm I'm tired of Gwen already.
2: I was tired of Gwen the first episode.
1: Gwen, I'm tired of the same way I was tired of what's her name on Doctor Who.
2: Okay, okay. I'm gonna get crap for this, but I'm tired of Gwen the same way I was tired of Frodo when I got like a chapter <laughs> into Lord of the Rings and I'm like, This is not the main character. But it was. And it was yeah. painful. But I still read it to see all the other awesome stuff that happened. But in the back of my mind, I was like, really? Frodo? Really?
1: Mr. Frodo, thank you. <laughs> so that's my love, hate, and love to hate. Java, which got
2: Java actually just dropped out. I'm trying to get him back. I'll, we I'll lost go well while we're yeah. I don't know what happened. Wow,
1: technology's a bitch tonight. I know. It's a-
2: we have not been having very good luck lately with that whole technology idea. Oh, he's gone again. Well he'll he'll pop back in at some point. And that in the meantime, I'll just I'll just go, I suppose. My great love of this year was I got into Chuck and I saw the back series of Chuck and it was good.
1: That's awesome. In
2: fact, it was awesome. And uh Firefly fans Jane is in it. Uh the blonde girl's hot. Um Chuck is just badass geek guy. And oh,
1: and, and the the back the back cast, the people the uh people at Buy More.
2: Oh, I know. They're really are ridiculous.
1: Anna oh. is so cool. Hey, Java, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Chuck. Chuck right now.
2: Oh, in unison. <laughs> I know. I the secondary characters are so Vibrant and so well written. It's
1: so sick. I mean, even Captain Awesome is awesome.
2: <laughs> he is awesome. He's kind of a spy now, too, isn't he?
1: I think so, yeah.
2: It, it's and, and I heard a rumor that Bryce was coming back.
1: Oh, really? That's going to be interesting, too.
2: A rumor. I, I don't know. But he, he's died twice now, just like Buffy, so he can I, come back one more time.
1: He's Maybe. allowed one more by the rules of television, evidently.
2: Yes at least one more maybe two <laughs> he's cute we'll give him two okay but um chuck is just extraordinarily well written the devil is in the details and they've they've got all the details down to the tiniest thing figured out or at least it seems that way they probably don't they're probably sitting here listening to this going ha we're flying by the seat of our pants but you know no oh one god
1: and, and chuck's dad Chuck's dad played by uh what's his name from uh from Enterprise. Scott Bakula.
2: Oh yes. Yes, he was he was uh, on Star Trek. On um, that that one that nobody watched.
1: The one that I watched and I actually appreciated it.
2: You just like the Vulcan in the catsuit.
1: Well, didn't everyone? Come on. And I watched Voyager why
2: uh for the captain in the catsuit. Oh for no, Jerry. for the Borg, and the, the
1: Borg and the Catsuit. I
2: cats- like
1: the captain, sorry. I hope Dario, the Borg and the Catsuit. Come on, <laughs> work with me on this one.
2: Sorry. <laughs>
1: and your love to hate.
2: Oh, my love to hate, I would have to say, hands down, you're gonna you're gonna give me crap for this, dollhouse. Yeah, okay. Don't uh, jump
1: on me. Uh, I love
2: dollhouse, but I hate watching it. I mean, it's just so down. I don't want to watch it, but I do want to watch it, and then I end up watching it, and it's so awesome, but it's so down. I love it, but I hate it. So.
1: <laughs> oh, lovely.
2: Echo, you can come by here anytime. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, I just, I just love, I, I love Dollhouse. So I, I mean, there's really nothing. I, I will say that this that I do hate the fact that. The, I was drawn in so much by the DVD-only episode that now all of the other episodes seem like stopgaps to getting to they, the last episode of the season. They do so. pale by comparison, don't they? Mm-hmm.
2: Although Ugh. that last one was pretty good in the attic.
1: Well, the other thing is, uh, the rumor is that the very last televised episode they're going to play is that unaired from season one.
0: No, it's the it's a new one in the same timeline.
1: Oh, really?
0: Oh, ooh, yeah.
1: I don't know if I like that at all.
0: <laughs> I think it might be about making it to the new place that that sanctuary that they were talking about. Ah, oh, cool. <sighs> Boy, anyway, do I love that anyway. Show. Yeah, it's uh definitely something to talk about when we get back after the holidays. You're up, Java. Oh, yeah. Um, well, let's start off with the bad. Um, 2012? Really? Oh, my God. How many more Apocalypse movies are we going to get that that are just bad? I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Apocalypse stories. I mean, you, when you have stories like A Moat in God's Eye or Lucifer's Hammer and those stories are not made into movies and instead you have some kind of unbelievably – inane story written all around special effects that is made into a movie with a budget that could probably support, you know, five smaller movies that might have actually been interesting and enjoyable to watch. I just have to wonder what is Hollywood smoking and how much does it cost and where can I get some?
1: Okay. I think we have the answer to all three. However, we know what they're smoking. We know how much it costs because Roland Emmerich dropped about a hundred million on this film
0: yeah it's uh it's just bad from beginning to end
1: do you Nod. remember a movie called the core mm hmm yeah. where the core of the earth stopped spinning for some reason, and they sent this digger down to reignite the core mm-hmm. oh god oh. <laughs> i mean
0: I, apocalypse stories are are something that we i think as as a human population enjoy thinking about i mean or, well you know we think about them because it brings our existence into, you know, this kind of tremulous place where we're not sure whether or not we're going to survive. And that's a very interesting um, thing to explore in the human psyche. But there was no exploring of the human psyche in 2012. There just was. Yeah. Yeah. There was some so,
2: exploration of Mayans, but that was
1: not true. Yeah, but it was cursory and yeah. it was bullshit. So yeah. it,
2: was
0: about, you know, it was about driving along a road that was collapsing and flying a plane out of an airport the wrong way and then flying through (laughs) falling buildings when that airport, the runways go toward the... I don't even want to...
1: Yeah, I know, toward the ocean. I know, I know. (laughs)
0: It's it's ridiculous. Um, But anyway, my best, uh, although I could say Dollhouse and I could say uh, Fringe and a lot of other things, the, the show that I had the most fun watching this year, I think, and the one that I'm anticipating watching again the most uh, is actually Warehouse 13 from Bravo. It was just absolute fun from beginning to end. You know, I I I don't think there was a show that I watched this year. I mean, there were shows that drew me in more. There were shows that I found more intriguing, but I did not find one show in in thinking about the past year that I had more fun watching than Warehouse 13. It was a riot from the beginning of every episode to the end.
2: What was your favorite one?
0: Um, probably the, the bubble of time where the younger character, Zoe, gets uh, introduced. I thought that was really interesting. Oh,
2: that That's was cool. cool. Of I like the Edgar Allan Poe episode.
0: Th- I was just about to say, the Edgar Allan Poe one, excellent. You know, and there were just so many that were fascinating. Uh, I love the one and, where they were cleaning up the
1: warehouse and found the copy of the inn.
0: Yes, yeah, and, you, um, and then
1: got trapped inside the the actual inn, and then realized that that wasn't a copy; that was the original, and the one that was on the outside was the copy. And it was just yeah. this whole convoluted, really cool episode.
0: Yeah, and you know, there was the uh, the through the looking glass one, yep. and there was I mean, it, just such great things. I mean, if you haven't seen the series, go watch it because it's fantastic. Fantastic.
2: You know, sometimes when, when people try to play with, you know, Edgar Allan Poe and, you know, Through the Looking Glass classic stories like like those, they can really screw them up. But, you know, Warehouse 13 just takes them and does them so so cool, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it it's just fun. And the characters are fun and the storylines are fun. And you don't at all worry about missing an episode. You're not, you know, because... It's not, I mean, there's an ongoing storyline that's the, ever since, you know, I think for a long time, that's been the way it is, but it's just a total ride from beginning to end. And I, I I absolutely loved it. And you know what, when it comes down to what I love to hate, I think I can think of no other show that takes that position better than Heroes. I love to hate that show. Everything that I see about it makes me hate it more, and I just enjoy hating it. I enjoy <laughs> hating the whole concept of it with such fervor. It, wow. it makes me glad to, to show people how what a dumb and real ridiculous show it's become, and I, I, I love it. I love hating that show more than anything else that's on television right now.
1: It's really disappointing that a show that was that, solid to begin with. I mean, that first season was just clear, crisp, clean, nice character development, nice linear evolution.
0: Really except nice artwork. Except for the last episode.
1: Well, okay.
0: I'll I'll grant you that, except for the last episode. I mean, episode. you know, they, they did all of this stuff, and it completely fell away in the last episode. The chance that they had to tie everything together and make it you know, feel legendary.
1: And they oh. gave it away by letting it drip into the sewer. Oh, it was
0: horrible. <laughs> it was
1: horrible.
2: Although, Claire did have a lesbian storyline this year, but they screwed that up, too.
1: Yeah, no kidding, and they went nowhere with it. I absolutely mean, who nowhere. didn't want
2: to see that? <laughs> Everyone wanted to see that. And if you say you didn't, you're lying.
1: No, but it went nowhere. That was the problem. It, it went absolutely nowhere. It's Sorry, just the just shame, just a shame, just a dirty, rotten shame.
2: So that's a different kind of love to hate than mine. Actually, wait, did I do my hate? I don't think I did my hate.
1: No, you didn't, actually.
2: Okay, I'll do it now. Okay. Sanctuary.
0: Oh. <laughs> Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Oh. I just
2: caught up on it today, and then I thought to myself, that's three Why? hours of my life, I'm never getting back you know oh.
0: and and it's it's ironic that a show that that a a t- cable station that has done such a wonderful show in the in the auspices of Warehouse 13 started off with such a great concept in sanctuary and then completely dropped it
2: well they killed off their hot character
0: which didn't help
2: they brought in this indian girl who's kind of hot but like really meh and then She's all, like, drama, and so not really, you know, that great of a character. And then the plot lines have just taken three left turns. And so, like no reason. I'm with you for we're bringing back Nikola Tesla. Great. I, I like him. I'll even go with you where he's a vampire. He had to survive somehow. I'll go with you on it. But now his vampirism is cured and he's Magneto what
1: well i guess it happens you know (laughs) (laughs) no all right maybe it doesn't happen
0: you've 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 given it more than i did i stopped watching i'm done i'm not gonna watch so
2: when i saw there was another tesla one i was like i'll give it a shot but yeah he created some more super vampires they got out of control he had a devamping device and ended up getting himself devamped in the process. Now, why it would work on him as well, nobody knows. And now, why he's. Oh, so he's lost his powers. He goes, I'm normal. He's crying about it. And then, you know, he picks up a metal tray without using his hands. I'm like, well, now you're Magneto. Good job. How did that happen?
1: <laughs> Just lucky, I guess.
2: Jeez. What is wrong with them? I don't know. Anyway, that is my hate sanctuary. Curses. Oh,
1: boy. (laughs)
0: It's been a tough year. It really has. It's been a great year, and it's also been a bad year, just like every other one.
2: Well, it's been a great year for us. Here's to Sci-Fi Saturday Night.
1: Let's have a drink, and, and X, if you're listening, have one with us.
2: And Drew, and Tracy, and all those wonderful people who support us every day, Double Midnight Comics, Comic-Con, we love you.
0: A special thanks to those who donate. Oh, um, gosh, yes. Yes,
2: I have an announcement. We have gotten no less than $50 in donations awesome. since last week. So I'd like to say a big thank you to Derek. To Lisa and to Richard.
0: You guys are awesome, thank Mr. You so much. Washi. <laughs> yeah, thank you for watching. Thank you for donating. It, we really appreciate it, and we're glad that you're, uh, you're enjoying what we do.
2: And if we get just six times that much money, we may Bye. be able to go to Arisia this year.
0: Which
1: means we're probably not going to be able to.
2: But rest <laughs> assured, your money will be put to good use to promote the show and stuff. So, Dome, what have we got on the docket for next year?
1: For next year. Well, starting off in January, uh, right off the bat, we have uh, two fairly high-powered episodes. Uh, January 2nd, which will be uh, Hangover Day, as is known in my house, Uh, we'll have Bob and Kim Shaw from Boston Comic Con, and, uh, uh, they are basically the founders the runners the the people who have extended uh their wonderfulness to us to come there and uh, work in their in their uh, media area and allow us to uh, meet the authors and meet the illustrators and just have a fun time for two days to be honest with you and uh they're going to be talking about what's going to be going on at the uh, April Comic-Con and all the things that are going on with them. January 9th, uh, the first of our authors, illustrators from Boston Comic-Con will be heading on. And who would, who might that be, Kriana?
2: That would be my personal favorite author, Christopher Golden. Uh, he's been my idol since I was about 12 he wrote a lot of the Buffy books and comic books and Angel comic books and and I just adore his style.
1: And he co-authored a book with Amber Benson and wrote a uh, a ghost series for the BBC Radio with Amber Benson, Ghosts of Albion. I mean, the guy's done an awful lot of stuff. And uh, Krina, stop pounding your keyboard.
2: Well I, I'm busy detailing all the cool prizes we have tonight.
1: Oh, okay. And you know what? I have a great I have a great uh, uh, trivia question for tonight.
2: And what would that be?
1: Well, it's actually not a trivia question. It's more of a quantitative analysis question. What was your biggest science fiction disappointment this year? What was the one thing you were really, really looking forward to seeing? (coughs) Terminator Salvation, Uh, which turned out to be just a phenomenal waste of time. Or the book you were looking forward to read, or the comic book series that came out this year. You know, I didn't even mention my favorite comic book series.
2: Yeah, we know what it is. You've mentioned it a couple of times now.
1: Models Incorporated? Did I, Have I actually mentioned that? I can't imagine that I mentioned that. It's just an awesomely <laughs> wonderful models and superheroes comic. I mean, is there a better mix in this, com- in this world? Isn't that what America's all about? Isn't that why we're fighting terrorism?
2: <laughs> 9-11! <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it too soon? I say no.
2: All models right.
1: and superheroes together again the way it belongs.
2: And not the American dream, <laughs> apparently.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. So,
2: in, in other words, Bob and Kim Shaw next week, Christopher yep. Golden the week after that, and then we're full up with super special, cool guests until Comic Con in April.
1: We but, are, indeed.
2: But before that, come see us at GraniteCon in March.
1: Yeah, uh, we're talking about, and, and uh, this is just between us and the listeners out there, we're talking about a special event happening at the Granite State Comic-Con in Nashville, New Hampshire, uh, with some of us uh, Sci-Fi Saturday Night uh, uh, players there. Uh having uh, perhaps an RPG tournament of some kind. Of some kind, do you of say? Of
2: some kind, he says. <laughs> I some... feel like I should do that in a Dr. Zoidboy voice, but I, I, I don't think I can pull it off.
1: Go ahead, give it a shot. No, no. No? <laughs> the time
2: has passed. The time has passed. I think we should wrap it up for tonight.
1: So that's coming up March 14th, Comic-Con April, Uh, 10th and 11th in Boston. And uh, then there's the uh, Comic-Con San Diego in July, and hopefully we'll be going after that. (laughs) Stop laughing.
2: You're cute.
1: I know. Well, you know, the condo's sitting out there waiting for me.
2: And on that note.
1: (laughs) Which I believe was a B-sharp. Uh, From the uh, Alt-Brighton Nexus in Boston, Kriana, thanks for a lovely evening. Peace. And Java from Mountaineer, Indiana, thank you for joining us once again. (laughs) Everybody's just grunting. I love this. (laughs) I am am the Dope from High Area 51 with these words of wisdom for you. If models can't be dating superheroes terrorists
2: have already won and a shout out to drew drew
1: and uh x and uh tracy thanks everybody have a good night catch you same bad time same bad channel on hangover night one week from tonight